Welcome to a There It Is podcast mini episode, a comedy podcast to help you find your inspiration with a quick tip. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. Thanks so much for giving us a listen today. This is mini episode number 11, which means we have 10 other mini episodes, which are all in the feed. Give those a listen. This is one of those mini episodes where I'm going to share an observation I made after just seeing a bunch of things comedians have said and people have said. It's not so much a tip-heavy episode, but I do want to have this discussion. I think it's good to share observations on this topic, and I would love to hear what you think about this. Share your thoughts with us on social media at ThereItIsPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. or on this episode's post on our website, thereitispod.com. Today's topic is comedy. Does it hurt society? This is a ridiculous question. Of course it doesn't. That's ludicrous. Okay, goodbye. That's today's episode. No, okay, it's not. It's not over. We are actually going to talk about some of the impacts comedy can have. I think there's plenty to talk about with how comedy impacts society through discourse on national topics or politics or whatever is going on. But as a whole, comedy is just making people laugh. Comedy is for joy, for bringing joy, whether that's through catharsis or just being silly. So I don't think comedy in and of itself is bad or problematic. But I do think there are some notions to push back on when it comes to comedy right now. It's not necessarily a cut and dry discussion either. They're different perspectives. People have different opinions. Let's jump right in with talking about it from the perspective of comedy about Trump, okay? I heard people say, and comedians, say that doing comedy about Trump gives him power. And I've also heard people say lampooning him undercuts his power. I agree and disagree with both in some ways. So what sense does that even make? Okay, well, writer Rebecca Drysdale, when she quit as the head writer of The Tonight Show, she mentioned a few things. Something that she mentioned was that, according to her, was not why she left The Tonight Show, was that she would never write about Trump again. She just mentioned that when, at that time when she quit. She was quoted as saying, I believe that comedy is a powerful tool. I believe that it can handle anything, no matter how unfunny. I don't believe that making fun of this man, doing impressions of him, or making him silly is a good use of that power. It only adds to his. This may not be exactly how she meant that, but what I would disagree with is the notion that making jokes about someone directly gives them power. There have been plenty of politicians, from Gerald Ford to Dan Quayle to Jeb Bush, who were lampooned in comedy, and it undercut how people talked about them publicly. People did not take Dan Quayle seriously after he misspelled potato and Jay Leno wrote hundreds of jokes about him. People did not take Howard Dean seriously after everyone made fun of his squeal. The wind was taken out of Jeb Bush's sails when he was made fun of for how he said guacamole and also saying, please clap. I think they would disagree that their being the butt of comedy gave them power. But where I agree with her point is that when people use phrases like fake news as part of the daily lingo, I do think that legitimized Trump on some level. 
And the same kind of happened in comedy. Every time some wild tweet he wrote got made fun of on every comedy show, it got his nonsense out there more and it made him a bigger and bigger figure. That had an impact since giving him so much attention for these ridiculous tweets distracted people from talking about his politics. That's where I can agree with her. There was that kind of impact. But that's not necessarily comedy's fault. Maybe it's how people engage with comedy, though. I think what we can learn from Drysdale is how the use of comedy can be unhelpful. And what about the messaging of comedy? Does the message a comedian presents bad for society? Does it hurt us at all? There's another situation where I'm not sure everyone is on the same page of what comedy is and does. I've heard people say to a comedian to think about their platform after the comedian made a joke not everyone liked. I've heard people practically write a dissertation about how a comic was really trying to say this when they made some joke. And the pushback on that notion comes from comics like Bill Burr, who suggested that it's ridiculous that people take what comedians say and treat it as being as serious as a politician speaking on the floor of the Senate. Now, whether everyone is treating comics like they're a politician on the Senate floor or not, there are people who think that what comics say and do has a huge impact, is very important, and can alter how things play out. There were people who said that if Jon Stewart was still hosting The Daily Show in 2016, Hillary would have won. Those people seem to forget that Jon Stewart was hosting The Daily Show both times George W. Bush won the presidential election, but okay. Part of the issue is the inflated notion that comedy has so much pull it can sway elections. I think at best, but not commonly, comedy can affect how we view a person, like I was saying before with Howard Dean and Jeb Bush. But in those cases, we kind of already saw them as goofs. Comedians were just able to make concise jokes about something we already felt. It's not like comedians can take a serious figure like Dr. Martin Luther King and change how we view him. We see him as this great regal orator. And if someone made a bunch of jokes that made him look like he was like George W. Bush as a speaker, no opinions would change because we would see that that's false. So no matter what kind of joke someone made like that, the perspective of Dr. King wouldn't change. Audiences can only laugh at it if they can observe it as true or if they observe the truth and see what you're doing is completely false and silly enough for them to laugh. We could all see the pathetic tone of Jeb Bush's please clap. So when people made jokes about it, we were laughing together about something we all observed. Comedians can open your eyes to things you hadn't thought of, but I've just never heard of like a conservative watching one liberal stand-up comic special and say, you know what? Now I'm a liberal. The people who agreed after a special were already of that mindset going into watching the special. Comedians are preaching to choirs. You don't go see a comedian you hate the perspective of. You watch comedians who have a perspective you like and you like it because you agree with it. Comedians aren't changing minds like that because their audiences are already of the same mind as the comic. But that doesn't mean comedy doesn't have impact. Take all of the people who told Jon Stewart and Colbert that they got their news from them. I mean, both of those guys maintain that they weren't 
trying to sway political opinion, that they were trying to make jokes. Michael Che recently told Stephen Colbert that when kids tell him they get their news from him, he says, then you don't know the news. People are telling comics they are getting their news from them. So that is an impact, whether they like it or not. And it's within this that I think we can talk about the impact comedy is having. People are taking comedy way too seriously. Colbert is saying, I'm trying to make comedy, then that inherently means it's not serious. So when people look at it and say, oh, he's making this very serious point, that's what all this is about. It's not what it's all about. Comedians, they want you to laugh. They want to make you laugh. If you think while you laugh, then that's a special purposeful way to approach doing comedy, and a lot of comics do that, but they still want to make you laugh. It's still comedy. There's a long history of comedians fitting in serious points within jokes or next to jokes. While it's wrong to treat comedians like they're on equal footing with elected officials and leaders when it comes to impact, comedians do wield something that is some sort of lowercase p power. Comedy can reinforce things. Good things and bad things. The act of making a joke based on a perspective is still sharing a perspective. Granted, I'm saying that comedians are trying to make you laugh and not make a serious point, but that doesn't mean that no perspective exists within the joke. If a joke is utilizing a perspective to set up the punchline, the comedy is still sharing a perspective. And if there is a perspective that is common but bad, like attitudes towards the LGBTQ, and a joke comes from that perspective, then that comedy can reinforce those attitudes and have a bad impact. And in doing so, those jokes can have a bad impact. Sure, the comedian might have just been joking, as people will say, but sharing a bad perspective as if it's normal and not a problem helps keep that perspective out there, especially when you consider the fact that making people laugh at the perspective defangs it. It makes it seem like something that is harmful is harmless. Take Kevin Hart's old joke from many years ago about if his son was gay, he'd break his dollhouse over his head. Of course, Kevin Hart wouldn't actually do that to his son if he was gay. Hart was being over the top to get a laugh. But the basis of the joke is the notion that a boy being gay is a bad or unwanted thing. That perspective has to be held as true in order for someone to get the joke. And that's where the impact is. It treats the harmful homophobic belief as the status quo. Jokes like that more than likely don't change any minds. No LGBTQ ally is going to hear that and become homophobic. Comedy doesn't do that. But in a society that is hostile towards the LGBTQ, Jokes that reinforce the homophobic attitudes of our society in front of young, impressionable kids by treating it like it's the norm can have a bad impact. People in general, but especially kids, need to be hearing that homophobia is wrong. What they get from jokes like that instead is another example of someone saying it's bad and not normal to be gay. It's not comedy itself that is bad in that situation. It's how people receive comedy. And you can't control how people receive your comedy. That was something that Stephen Colbert said when addressing people thinking he had a political motive with his comedy. He was like, well, I can't control what other people do. And that's true. But you can control what you treat as normal with the premise of your comedy. It's not about whether or not people can take a joke. It's not about political correctness either. It's about understanding what you're treating as normal and how you can affect people. 
So if you're making a piece of comedy that involves a sensitive subject and you don't want to offend, look at the basis of the premise. Does your premise involve you treating something that is bad as okay? Like if your joke or sketch's premise treats the notion that being a doctor is a man's job, then your comedy will reinforce that notion, which is wrong. Is it going to sway everyone's opinion? Not necessarily, but it keeps the notion alive. The point is, what is the perspective? You don't have to start making comedy with purpose if you don't want to. If that's not the kind of comedy you want to do. But maybe re-examine what outdated ideals you haven't unlearned yet. Comedy may not be having the impact that many people who talk about this are saying it has. But it is having some kind of impact, and it's worth thinking about. Well, that's my two cents, at least. What I don't want you to do is to hear all of this and get in your head when you're trying to create comedy. I hope this actually opens you up to how you write comedy. Thanks for listening to this mini episode. All episodes of the podcast are available on Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. We also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash there it is. We upload old and new episodes throughout the week. Like and subscribe. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at There It Is Pod. Follow me on Twitter at Jason Far Jokes and on Instagram at Jason Far Picks. Also, subscribe to our comedy lifestyle newsletter and support us if you can. We have a Patreon and a PayPal. Go to thereitispod.com for newsletter and support info. Links in bio. Until next time, be good to each other. The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr.